Welcome to Leading with a Brave Heart, a podcast that helps professional women build the confidence to lead with their hearts, to lead with confidence and compassion. I am Michelle Johns, and my mission is to help you find that voice inside you, that strong voice that has the potential to transform your career and open up new opportunities. I'm so excited that you're here. Now on to the show. season I shared seven lessons or ended up being eight lessons I learned in the corporate world as a woman. This was a little experiment to see if I enjoyed creating podcasts as much as I like to listen to them and I do so I've decided to keep creating them. In this episode I want to talk to you about leadership and how it looks different on everyone. You'll get a feel for my philosophy on leadership and whether it's aligned to yours or if it's something you want to hear more about. And if it's something you hadn't even thought of, it may open you up to something new. And you you may actually like what you hear, or maybe you don't like what you hear, and that's always a risk when you put your opinion out into the world. So it is okay if you have a different view, because that's what makes leadership unique to everyone, and makes the world an interesting and exciting place to be. Leadership isn't linear, and there's no right or wrong. Often it's contextual, what's needed in the moment or in a different situation. It's also something that evolves over time. It's influenced by both the environment around us, asking us or sometimes forcing us to develop new skills, and internally, as we grow and evolve as people. As we learn more, we take on new styles or traits or learn more skills And we also let some old habits go as they no longer serve us, or we become more aware of some of the harmful things we're doing. Um, Maybe not harmful, but, but not helpful. And this is all part of being a human being. So I want to put it out there now. There is no one leader in the world who is not flawed in some way. Everyone is on their own journey like yourself. So take comfort in that on your own journey of learning, leading, growing and evolving. So all that said, let's get into it. I love talking about this topic. It's one of those topics that I can sit down with a colleague or a friend who's also interested, grab a glass of wine and talk all night. Obviously the glass ends up being a bottle, but you know what I mean. It's one of those topics where there's no one answer and you can get quite philosophical about it. For me, leadership is about the humanistic side, not so much about the achievement of an outcome. So I need to balance that up when I get on a roll about what a good leader looks like, because in business, there's also an assumption that it's there for a purpose of making money, you know. So, however, I think if businesses were there for a bigger purpose and put the humanistic lens on first instead of last, then the profits will come. I wonder if you agree with me on that one. So while in other episodes, we can talk about the many different styles of leadership that we see in the workplace or the practical steps or techniques to leading a team, today I'm going to keep riffing on about what I think leadership is and hopefully you get 
you get thinking and even sending me your thoughts um, on whether you agree or disagree. I'd love that. Maybe if you disagree passionately, we could do that as a future episode together. So what is leadership? Is it a skill? Is it leading a group of people or guiding a group of people? That's what comes up when you Google it. I believe leadership is about who you are. It's about being rather than doing. So um, if I were to put capital letters on that, I would say being rather than doing. So someone who is being a leader is someone who is taking on a position of what can I do to support, guide, inspire those around me. I think of it as a way to show up each day rather than a set of skills. And it's not only to support, guide and inspire those in my care, but also anyone who comes across me in my life. I believe, though, that all of this comes from a genuine place of love, care, guidance and empowerment. In saying all this, it starts with self, coming from a place of leading self. So what I mean by this, it's not about being a martyr or putting other people first. Absolutely the opposite. Leaders must put themselves first. So this, I think of this as coming from multiple angles. That's how I'm visualizing it in my head. But how I would explain it is um, with five ways that someone can self-lead. So five ways you can lead yourself. So the first way to lead yourself is through self-awareness. So having moments where you can become more aware of yourself. So spending time reflecting on yourself on emotions that you experience and thoughts and beliefs and what impact they're having on your behaviors, your energy, how you show up. The second way to lead self is through choices. How you approach situations is a choice. Are you approaching situations as a leader or are you waiting for others to give you permission? And these choices come when you have that awareness of your behaviors as a response to your emotions and you can and you can break that um, cycle and choose a different behavior or showing up differently or changing your energy. The third way you can lead self is providing yourself the care you need. Are you providing yourself the space for rest and rejuvenation? Are you making sure you have the support from others around yourselves? In other words, how is your well-being and resilience? Because if you're going to give your energy to others, to support, guide, inspire, care for others, are you capable to do that? Because before we can give our energy to others, we need to make sure we have the energy ourselves and therefore we have um, some energy that we can give up to others. The fourth way to lead self is about setting boundaries. So this is not about saying no to everyone but about being a role model to those that are around you, those that you may be leading. If you're going to guide others to be leaders as well, you need to walk the talk and not setting boundaries may tell others that it's okay to be walked over or um, it's okay to compromise your health or your values. And the fifth way to lead self is to celebrate your wins and recognize yourself and what you've achieved. So before you inspire others, inspire yourself 
love yourself. So now that you've, um, you have yourself all loved up and resilient, what are the foundations of being a leader? So as I mentioned, anyone can be a leader. Now, can a leader be effective and also bad or evil, if you like, at the same time? Well, absolutely. We've all heard of Saddam Hussein, Adolf Hitler, um, Idi Amin, and the Kim dynasty from North Korea. They just continue to um, reign today and have um, held that position for a very long time. So if, if I think about um, being a leader, I'm thinking about being effective and um, having the greater good in mind. So these are the ingredients I would include for being a leader. Firstly, a leader has empathy. What I mean by that is a good leader does their own internal work. We talked earlier about leading self and and having that self-awareness. So leaders know they're not perfect. They've recognized things about themselves that maybe weren't constructive in the past and have made their own habitual changes. They know how hard it is to do that. So they can empathize with others that leading self is not always easy and it can be a bit bumpy as well. The next one, I also believe that leaders show compassion, compassion to others, even if they don't know what that person is completely going through. In this era, even before the pandemic, our world was full of uncertainty. We've been experiencing periods of ex exponential change and life had been at full speed. Often people are living in a constant state of stress. The compassionate leader has been called upon before this latest state of emergency. So I believe compassion is up there as one of the most undervalued traits of a leader. Now I want to call out at this point that I think more traditional masculine traits have been emphasized as leadership traits more than traditional feminine traits. And I think we need to balance the two up and have a balance of the energy. So think of these as non-gender energy fields. In workplaces, we've seen the more masculine energy rewarded in promotions and um, so on in the workplace than the feminine energy, whether that's expressed by a man or a woman in the workplace. Now I can... Um, vouch for my career, seeing many um, men in the workplace with more feminine traits, and they also didn't receive those promotions. So it's less about gender than um, energy, if you like. Look, I hope one day I get to see um, a world where traits are all just known as human traits. But I think before we get there, we need to swing that pendulum the other way first before we bring it back and sort of balance it in the middle. Now, perhaps some of you believe we are there already or we don't need to call this out. But what I see in workplaces, we've actually got a long way to go still. So if I was to say we need compassion, perhaps to balance this up with a more masculine energy, we also need courage. The courage to bring that feminine energy to the table, to challenge the status quo. Perhaps we need the courage to bring another feminine quality to the table, vulnerability. The openness to share your struggles, to share what you don't know or where you need help from your team. In this era as a leader, you need to be okay with not knowing everything, that you will have team members more technically adept than you 
who have researched and have the same information as you at their fingertips on the keyboard. All they've done, you know, is look it up on the internet. But you need to be okay with that. And you need to not hide it either, but be willing to be vulnerable. To complement this, I'm thinking another uh, ingredient is calm, bringing calm to the situation, being the calming influence when needed. Now, this is not to say you cannot bring um, positive or enthusiastic energy when needed, but in times of crisis or stress or overwhelm, if you're able to provide an ear, actively listen and provide calm and perhaps a bit of direction. So um, providing this direction would also fall into a more and the calmness would fall into a more masculine energy. Now, so far, is anyone coming to mind for you as I walk through these ingredients? Is a leader in your workplace coming to mind? I personally think of Jacinda Arden. Now, I don't personally know her, but um, what I've seen of her, this reminds me of her. She shows empathy, compassion, vulnerability, but she also provides calm, courage and confidence. Now, confidence is a grounding masculine energy and it doesn't have to be about um, being the loudest in the room or the most extroverted. This is a whole other topic, confidence, but the ability to provide confidence in others. And this is something we also see from Jacinda. Other ingredients, I think, um, that are needed um, as leaders in this era. Firstly, curiosity. We need to get curious about ideas, what others think, and how we can harness that in the workplace for growth and problem solving and uh, teamwork. Another ingredient being creativity. Leaders need to be able to get creative and, and be flexible to try new things, to learn new technology. If I think about when COVID hit and businesses were forced to work remote, and more than that, they were forced to fit into the full lives of their employees or team members. Those leaders that were able to motivate their teams, get the work done and keep their resilience and well-being at a workable level were those leaders that were creative. More than that, they were also flexible and able to adapt to the situation they found themselves in. Now, flexibility is definitely a feminine trait as well. But leaders also needed the ability to make decisions very quickly and provide a vision to their team on how this was all going to work. These are much more on the masculine energy. So there's your balance right there. These leaders needed to do this to keep things moving. These leaders that are in healthcare, aged care, central services, hospitality, they were everywhere. Now we also saw a lot of leaders that did not have this. They fell victim to burnout, stress and overwhelm. overwhelm. Now I heard one organization, or actually I spoke to someone in one organization where the entire senior leadership turned over. They obviously had not hired the right people with these leadership traits or ingredients before the pandemic. And if I'm to be harsh here, a lot of leaders got found out in this time. Now, this is just putting aside that we're all experiencing a traumatic 
event, including leaders. And there's a lot of personal situations that were happening. But just in general, and to demonstrate the point about the leadership ingredients that we need. Another ingredient is the communication skills. So to be able to communicate a vision and also listen actively to the team, which I mentioned earlier, both of those skills. And I think this, if we think about communication, it's the yin and the yang right there. So it's the balance, the communicating a vision and also listening. So it's um, the masculine and the feminine. And some other ingredients I think are quite important is taking accountability for decisions and empowering the team to make decisions. And you may think empowering sounds like a masculine word, but empowering a team is handing over the decision-making to the team, which takes letting go of ego and control and, and being more trusting to the employees and letting go of that control. So um, still taking the accountability for the decisions to, to the, your leaders uh, but but handing over the authority for the decision-making to your team. Now, I think I've gone through all the ingredients, but I believe there's no one way to define leadership, that it looks different on everyone. But in the era we're living in, there's ingredients or traits that we look for in a leader. And that's evolved way beyond the old command and control style. And it's more about recognising that anyone can be given the title of a leader but to really be a leader, it's more than that. And that anyone can be a leader, whether they have the title or not. And that if you look at the style that's unique to you, you're the only one, you're the only person with your set of unique skills, your life experience, and I guess your pull to a certain style of leadership. So you have the opportunity to shape your leadership style by making choices and to think about what you want to develop and from where you are today. So if you think about these elements and these ingredients, you can look at where you want to do the work and what you can open yourself up to to learn and grow in the future. So that's my little chat today about leadership and now I have some homework for you. So your homework today is to intentionally think about your leadership, what it means to you. What do you want to work on? Is there anything from today's podcast that you want to bring into your leadership? Is it to balance up your leadership approach? You know, add in some more masculinity or add in some more femininity? Or is there a particular element or skill you would like to add? Do you need to look at yourself a bit more? How resilient are you? Are you leading self? Do you currently self-reflect or find time? It's more about finding time, isn't it, to do the self-reflection. But don't do all this at once. I'll come back to this topic other episodes because as I mentioned, this is not static. It's always evolving. I may come back to this podcast next year and say, wow, haven't things changed? And what was I thinking leaving this ingredient out? <laughs> Even tomorrow, I will probably find something new in my, you know, in my life or my beliefs and I'll sprinkle that in as well. So this week for you, what is the one thing you want to bring into your leadership this week? 
I hope this episode helped you with your leadership aspirations and feel free to get in contact with me. You can find all of my information in the show notes. If you want to learn more, go to my website, braveheartcoach.com.au or we can connect on Instagram. Uh, My handle is at braveheartcoach. I hope you have an awesome day and see you next time.